What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. It's David Isaac and Candace. This is the Sports Ethos Grizzlies podcast. And the B, C, D, E, F, G, I don't know what squad you want to call it, but the Phoenix Suns, fully healthy, came into the FedEx Forum tonight and got their asses kicked by the bench of the Grizzlies. This was quite possibly the best win of the season. And it also puts them within one win of tying the franchise record for wins in a season. It's we've said it before on here. There were doubts if they were going to make it to that point when John Morant went down. And now it's kind of looking like there's no way they don't get to that point. I I don't want to say that, put my foot in my mouth, but like, how do you expect anything but greatness after this team? There was no John Morant, no Jaron Jackson, no Steven Adams, no Desmond Bain, no Tyus Jones, basically no Taylor Jenkins as he got ejected pretty early in this game. I, what, what's the ceiling on this team? I, I, okay. No, I, I hold on back up. I know the answer to that question. <laughs> My question to you guys is how many games in the finals is it going to take the Grizzlies to win this championship? <laughs> well, yeah, man, four. yeah, well, <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be, be one win to, to tie the record, two wins to to break the record. Uh, but I think they got a shot. I mean, four games left. You go two and two. I didn't like you. I didn't think they were going to get there. I mean, you kind of looked at the schedule. They lost a few games that they should have lost. You go back to that Portland loss for the All Star break. Lost Houston in that game down in Atlanta, and you're thinking it's going to be tough, man. But I think I, I put a tweet out earlier after, after this game, book it. I think two and two. They they found a way to win two more games and break this record. But just a tremendous effort tonight for. These guys would be like you said, A, A, B, C, D, E, T, whatever. And, and shout out to my guy at Ed, Vito four two three on on Twitter, man. Suns fan said, put this tweet out about six hours ago for the game. He said, uh, Grizzlies rest resting in quotes resting players to to have a built in excuse after they get curb stomped. Man, that tweet aged in dog years, man. I I feel feel bad for that guy. I, I kind of posted it, man. He's getting it in, in his mentions. Shout out to him for leaving it up, though, man. I'm surprised he didn't delete that one. That's a that's a bad one, but man, this cutting that man see, no slack. Man, none. no, no, <laughs> man, no, man. He can't get, he can't get any slack. But man, I, I don't even know what to say right now, man. To beat the, the the best team in the NBA, I mean, they're playing all their guys. They're playing, trying to win, trying to break a record themselves, uh, franchise record for their wins, and I think they're trying to break the franchise road record, NBA all time road record win for wins. And, and you, you're playing with you got four starters out and your backup point guard. And you still find a way to beat this team. It's in a main a night where Devin Booker went off, and, and you still able to win this game. It, it's just fantastic, man. I think we've run out of words to even say. I mean, you talk about what twenty and two without job, man. Look at what they did tonight. This is more than just without job. I mean, this team is fantastic. I mean, you lose Taylor Jenkins there, he gets ejected on, which I mean, the, the fish ain't was terrible. I mean, and and, and to be able to win this game through all adversity, man. I, I don't even know what to say right now. Best win of the season. That's exactly what you say. Best win of the season. S was a phenomenal game. It, it was incredible. Just the, I think what was most impressive to me was just the small details and execution down the stretch. And that last three or four minutes, just with the smart plays, not getting uh, not getting caught up in traps too much, not getting caught up in too many turnovers, just uh, execution, when, even when it came to, uh, you know, inbounding the ball. I think just Suns tried to 
you know, just run a couple of things. It could have been easy to just slip up in those way and, and let and let the Suns back in. Suns are an extremely clutch team. So I was kind of just holding my breath to see, you know, with the Suns be able to really make this a game down the stretch and uh when it when it mattered, they executed the free throws and and it kind of oh, put the game yeah. away. But they oh yeah, they, Oh they yeah, I was gonna bring that up, man. I know you like that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they you can't talk about free throws tonight. Um, they executed <laughs> that down the stretch. I just and, and from from this to come from the players who are your your fifteen players off the bench, man, was just an, an incredible win and, and such a testament to Taylor Jenkins. I I think this guarantee is this better guarantee him coach of the year. Now he beat his competition, Monty Williams, head to head twice now, and uh, that's all she wrote. Yeah, that is. I'm fine with having the, the, the conversation because Monty's done a heck of a job with the Suns this year. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, and I, I show what's the, the Celtics head coach. I don't follow them. I know he's new this year, but he's done a great job over there. The Celtics have really been on a tear in the second half of the season. So that's fine to have the conversation between those three guys, but there's no way that you, you can't convince me that any other team in the league can do what the Grizzlies done tonight. I was watching the NBA TV broadcast because that's the way my league pass. I have issues with it. It's off and on and messing up sometimes, but the NBA, when it's on NBA TV, I can put it on there and I don't get interrupted. So I miss out on Pete and Brevin, but I get an uninterrupted broadcast. So I love it. And the color commentator, I don't remember what his name is. I I don't care what his name is because he's ignorant. But he said on there, what the guy that was um, the, the main announcer said, is there a better team top to bottom in the league than this Grizzlies team from one to 15? And the dude had the audacity to say, well, I don't know if I'd call them the best team. Tell me another team that's <laughs> right. got depth yeah. one to 15 like this. You're, you're talking about you're, you're missing Desmond Bain. John Morant and Tyus Jones, those are your three primary ball handlers. And yes, the Grizzlies, like they had turnovers in this game, but only 11, 11 turnovers yeah. without your three primary ball handlers. Zaire Williams was attacking. He was getting downhill tonight, handling the ball, zero turnovers from him. The guy that committed the turnovers tonight was Kyle Anderson. He had four. But when you have a team that is going out against the best team in the league and beating them without, you know, what, six of their seven best players? How can you argue that there's another team that has that kind of depth? And if you're going to argue that point, please tell me who it is. You can't. It's just not out there. He he couldn't articulate. He couldn't elaborate on his point because when the other guy called him on it, he knew that he was busted. There's nobody else out there that has the kind of depth that the Grizzlies has. It, it, I have, sorry. If it is it going to translate to a championship after tonight? I've, I'm like on the on the side of yes because this is just ridiculous. But I, I don't know. You you just can't tell me there's another team that can compete one to fifteen with the Grizzlies. When you, when you talk about Coach of the Year, I, I think there's no doubt in my mind. Even before tonight, I think. Taylor Jenkins should be the coach of the year just because of the expectations coming into the season. I mean, Phoenix is coming off a finals appearance. I mean, that team was expected to be really good and probably win the West. And I mean, they're kind of doing what they, what people thought they would do. Uh, And with Boston, my guy, Ime Ime Udoka uh, is a guy that I've always been a a big fan of. I actually 
was proponent to hire him when they before they hired Taylor Jenkins. He was one of the names that came up. Uh, I mean, he was a tremendous assistant. He had David Stoudemire on that staff in Boston. To me, I would actually have him above Money Williams just kind of for the reason that I just said because the expectations were, were already so high for Phoenix. I mean, this Grizzlies especially just come out of nowhere. I mean, we were talking about this team just competing and stay out of the play-in, that, that hopefully you could be a five or a six seed, stay out of the play-in. And this team is the second-best record in the NBA and just doing stuff like they're doing tonight, man. What other team is doing this? Just like David just said, like, I don't, I don't think there's another team that was, would be put in this position against that Phoenix team would come out and win. There's just something special about these guys, the chemistry, the way they play together. It's just not normal because, I mean, there's, they had no business winning this game tonight. Like, you, with, the, with the players that they had out, you, you're just not supposed to do the things that they were doing tonight. I mean, it's just time and time again, next man up. I mean, Sunday, Salty Obama out there, man, with the reverse dunk. Just yeah. everybody could do. You look at this box score. Like, I mean, it's just a thing of beauty, man. Just everybody just contributing across the board all, on all stat lines, just all the way down, man. Just a fantastic night all around. Everybody that played in this game contributed. Uh, I mean, even Jared Culver probably was, was would be last on that list tonight. He even had two rebounds, had an assist, came in and did some things late in the game. I mean, Conchar, big game, 14 points, six rebounds. Obama, 12 points, five, five rebounds and assists. Steal, a block. I mean, you got BC with 11 and five. Three assists, two steals, just man, just contributions abound, man. You got to get that when you have a short bench. But everybody came in, played hard. I mean, it's like really outside of those those four turnovers for Kyle, is just really not a lot of negative to say tonight. Everybody pretty much in this game really played well for this team. And, and you just gotta be proud of these guys and and what, what they've been able to do because a lot of teams would have laid down uh being in this situation. And there's no quit in this team. They don't care who's out there, man. If they you could good. You could probably could bring all hustle players up. If they put Grizzlies uniforms on, they're probably going to win basketball games. That's just the culture that they've created here. Yeah, and I don't want to hear anything about uh, those who might say that, the well, you know, the, the Sun the sun just had their guard down. They didn't take the team seriously. They had time to get back in this game. They had, what, a 16-point lead oh, at yeah. some point? They even, um, they even, yeah. I was they, gonna say they, even, they, they even took the lead back late in what, the third quarter. They went up right. two or the fourth quarter. So they had their right. opportunities. I, I'm not trying to hear that either. I agree. Right. Yeah, so this, so this was just pure execution, uh, pure attention to detail, pure playoff type of basketball, a champ, really championship level basketball that these bench players came out here and played today. Um, and, and like you said, there's no other team in the league that could do that. They could have these guys ready for a game like this. It's a national TV game, a lot of buzz. It would be really easy for them to make. You know, it doesn't take but one or two mistakes, especially when you get when you're talking about against the Phoenix Suns and they're one of the best closing teams in the probably top in the NBA history on how the stats that could back that up. But I know they've been one of the best closing teams this year um, in the league. And so it, when it doesn't take much and there's really little to no margin of error against a team like this, and you still come out on top with the win and a fairly convincing win, it, it wasn't that they squeaked out. I mean, it was sure it was back and forth, but the Grizzlies had control. The poise that, that these guys showed tonight was just incredible. There, there are a number of different things from this game, and I talked about a little, a little bit of them briefly whenever I was kind of ranting there. But th- that's exactly you talk about execution. They shared the ball, and, and you run, you run down this list uh, of assists. Dylan Brooks with seven assists, Kyle Anderson with five, Xavier Tillman seven, Zaire Williams three, DeAnthony Melton three, Brandon Clark three. And uh, Aldama and Culver each had one. Conchar's the only guy that played any minutes. 
that put up a zero whenever it comes to that. So they they moved the ball. They they got the ball to the right guy where they he got a good look, passing up a good look for a great look. They they talked about Desmond Bain talked about that in his presser a couple games ago. And this bench squad done that tonight. And that's what led to this win. It, it got scary at the end that I know that you have to manage the clock at the end of the game. But there was one possession in particular. The Suns had kind of bitten into the lead, and it, it was down in the single digits. Uh, Zaire Williams had the ball at the elbow, and the only person between him and the rim was DeAndre Ayton. I realize that DeAndre Ayton is their big man, but he could have dribbled into 12 foot and had a wide open shot, and he backed it out. And then they got the ball to Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks ends up slopping in a layup and getting an and one and, and that's and nuts it, there's no like, i don't know I how still, he made that yeah <laughs> he, he's a great bad shot maker that was a bad shot and i'm like run the offense attack the rim and i said that at least two times in that possession where they had an opportunity to attack the paint and they didn't do it i've got to pass this off to you guys i'll let you take it i'll get back as soon as i can yeah, man, it – I mean, that, that shot that you talk about with Dylan, like when it went up, I was like, okay, well, at least he's going to get to the free throw line. It, it Somehow, man, he reversed that thing up and in. And I was like, man, this is just their night. Uh, but they, they make it to the magic number of 30, uh, 30 assists, and I think they have some ridiculous record when they get to, to 30. And to Davis' point, they were really executing. I mean, passing the ball around, just getting great shots. I mean, especially early in that game. Tillman was getting things to go inside. I mean, they were passing the ball around, passing up good shots for, for better shots. And they were just – it was all about execution uh, because, I mean, with the talent difference to what Phoenix had on the floor versus what the Grizzlies were running out there, man, you have to play smart basketball, not turn the ball over. Like you said, only 11 turnovers tonight, which is is really good uh, for, for a basketball game um, because they usually – I don't know what they average on the season. Uh, but uh, but that, that feels really good to me. I, I can't right. even remember no, what – We've, yeah. we've had we've had games with our starters that were, that were much worse. Yeah, I know. I know this all that was going to be like a, up in the twenty twenty or right. so. So, uh, I mean, they they just executed tonight. I think that's what what it was about. And I, I don't know, man. You you kept feeling like Phoenix was going to throw that punch, and it was going to get to the point to where they weren't going to be able to respond. But every time Phoenix responded, even they even went up. I think slightly a couple points there. Late, he's a late third, early fourth, and the Grizzlies just kept fighting. Every time they, that Phoenix would throw a punch, they would throw a bigger one. And man, I mean, Grizzlies really controlled this game uh, throughout. Yeah. I mean, I don't. This was a thorough, thorough victory. They, I mean, the Phoenix had leads at times by a couple of points, but to me, the Grizzlies were kind of always in control of this game. Yeah, and I like I liked a lot what the what the defensive strategy was for Chris Paul. I think they put some tall guards. You know, had 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 your longer wings, Zaire Williams, um, Dylan Brooks, and. Um, pretty much everybody, but but Tillman because he didn't have a, a lateral quickness per se. But uh, they held Chris Paul to. I mean, he didn't even get a field goal to the third quarter. Yeah, he, he had five assists. Like at that point in the third quarter, before he really got anything off, nothing. He ended up with eleven, his typical numbers. But to to hold this team like that, I mean, going into the third, Devin Booker had nine points, and so mm-hmm. I, I just I'm just really impressed with the strategy. The coaching strategy was very encouraging. The execution on it was very encouraging. And then for them to do it, you know, without even their coach, like we said, Taylor Jenkins got ejected uh, earlier in the game. And for them to still be diligent in the game plan, I think just speaks a lot about the culture and this team. Um, This is special what we're seeing. This type of things, you don't really see that 
of ever, especially from a team that's this young, you know, second youngest team in the NBA right now. Um, and I, I heard I heard that we might be the youngest team to hit 55 wins. Uh, I'm, I, I was looking to verify my numbers on that just to be sure. But even if we're yeah, not the youngest, we're one of the youngest. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing that, that really impressed me tonight is, is you're, you're without Jerry Jackson Jr., you're without Steven Adams, mm -hmm. and you're going up against a, a big front court with DeAndre yep. Ayton and, and JaVale McGee, and the Grizzlies out-rebounded them 48-39 to and 16-2 to on the offensive glass, and they were able to get uh, De DeAndre Ayton in foul trouble. He was, really wasn't effective late in the game because he couldn't play because of fouls, and you're talking about an undersized center in, in X, and then you got Sunday Alabama out there who I think is, is more of a, a power forward. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were able to to really do big work in the paint. I mean, they get to pay 60, 68 points for the Grizzlies in the paint. I mean, that's impressive because you would have thought, especially with the guys that they had out, the big problem they would have really had was really inside, and it was not a problem. I mean, they, the front court of, of, of Tillman and, and Aldama and those guys and Kyle Anderson, they did a, a really good job of, of neutralizing Phoenix inside because I thought DeAndre yeah. Aiden would just go off tonight, and he did not. I did, too, was, yeah. So that was one of the things I was really worried about, so I was really – impressed with that as well but I mean you right. just go down down this box score uh I mean just a, a big night for Dylan Brooks I made mean, 30 points four rebounds seven assists I said he'd get 30 shots up he didn't get 30 went 11 to 28 almost got there it's only one of five from from three but it was seven of seven from the free throw line that's yeah. been an Achilles, Achilles heel for this team yeah. and, and it was not tonight I mean they knocked him down knocked him down to close the game out so you definitely can't can't argue, argue about free throw shooting tonight, man. They just did a good job. And, and as I said, man, you look at this box score, pretty much just all the way around. I mean, everybody played really well. Zaire, I think, had one of his better games of the season. He's plus 12, I think, second on the team. Uh, Xavier Tillman was plus 15. So he had 19 points, four rebounds, three assists, seven of 10. I think there were times where he had some key baskets where they really needed, where Phoenix was kind of going on a run. So I, I love what I saw out of him tonight. It's just, right. just impressive, man. I don't even have words to keep saying about coming on here we, we talked about this throughout the year about these crazy wins they had and this is by far I think the biggest was seeing the situation in, in the guys they had out there yeah I agree and what's funny is you know I think I know we've said that at least three times right like that yeah. they had the biggest win of the year but they just keep impressing us uh, more in a different way and I'd like to bring up a point that you brought up a while back in terms of what this means for the playoffs I know some people might say well this you know a lot of your starters didn't play doesn't really have any implications for the playoffs but I remember you being concerned about what happens on the offensive rebounds if Steven Adams gets targeted and, and they end up taking him out of the game early how would this team be able to collectively get their offensive rebounds would that become a weakness of the team if if that if that was one of you know one of the matchup strategy in the playoffs well this this way improved that like you said uh, they had 16 offensive rebounds tonight uh, the Suns had two um and so that was a huge deal the fact that they were able to to gather team rebound pretty much getting everybody involved that's going to be so monumental when it comes to uh, you know bouncing or, or adjusting in the playoffs when teams can can try to take something away they've got to answer with with seems like a lot of these things that they that teams might try to throw at us they've shown us at least in the regular season that they have an answer it's just a matter of if they can execute that in the playoffs but I think that was an extremely encouraging sign yeah I, I think the shooting is really going to going to help if these guys like we talk about Belton and the kind of the heater he's on right now that just brings a different dynamic and you got Dylan Brooks who's also a shot maker, and he's a threat from three. I wouldn't necessarily say he's a a three-point marksman, but he's a scorer, and he has to be honored out there from three, and that kind of brings a different dynamic. We've seen teams times where 
a team's a blitz jaw uh, when, when he's trying to get into the paint. And having other guys that can knock down shots, I think that's going to help loosen that up a little bit. It's definitely going to help in that, in that half court. We talked about that on the last, last show about these weird, unorthodox shots that Dylan gets in, in, in the mid-game. I mean, a lot of that, I think that's going to help. And I, I just think this team is just clicking on all cylinders right now. I mean, I was worried kind of about resting guys and, and, and everything like that. But, man, if you can still come out and get wins like this, man, I, I think that's good. And now that you got this win, you're able to survive with these guys out. There's three more ga- three more days before they play again. They don't play again until Tuesday. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. These guys are going to have almost a week off uh, right. by, by the time they play another game. So it'll be interesting to see if this is something that continues. Maybe we see on Tuesday they rest some of the guys that play. Maybe Dylan and, and Melton rest and some of the other guys come back. We'll see mm-hmm. how they handle that. Uh, we got an update on Ja earlier today that said that they're not they're, they're going to reevaluate him on Thursday. So Looks like that he he might not play to the regular season. I mean, to the end of the regular season, into the playoffs. I was hoping he would get a couple games in, but I just I think they're just being super cautious. Um, I, I I really don't. Just from the tone of it, I don't get the sense that there's anything going on. I, I wish they would play him to, to kind of get that chemistry a little bit those last two games. But it looks like they're gonna gonna hold him out to the playoffs. So so yeah. we'll see what happens. And he looked good. I saw him doing some getting some shot ups today. Um, yeah, you know, getting some threes up, which you always love to see. Jai <laughs> hit some threes. Um, working on that. So yeah, I think he looks fine. I I was a little concerned when they first when I first saw that quote, just because you know reevaluating Thursday to me is a little ambiguous. I, I mean, that's still no no guarantee that he'll be back by by even not a, not alone, not just the last game of the regular season, but for the playoffs. But um, just seeing him shooting and and looking fine, I, I think. I think, like you said, they just are really being cautious. But I'd like to bring up just to, just to bring a quick point up that I just noticed here looking at the box score. You know, we have this trend in terms of how the Grizzlies generally win, and I think the last time I checked, they were like yeah. thirty and, th- and three when they're th- when they shoot from thirty five percent or more from three. And tonight they shot twenty nine percent, yeah, forty five percent from the from the floor. It was not a particularly good shooting night. And what they did do was was the free throws. Yeah. Free throws. Um, and even though the box score may not tell it, I mean, the sun shot 50, 54% from the field, it looks like, but, but I just think their defense, um, I mean, the box score maybe doesn't show just how elite their defense was tonight, but for you to shoot 29% from three and, you know, I mean, 45% is pretty good, but you know, they didn't, they, they did get that. I will say free throws probably made a big deal difference in this game. They got, you know, 28, 28 attempts at the free throw line compared to 17 and maybe that could have, made a big swing in the game. I think it did ultimately. Um, but you just like to see this team find multiple ways to win. The shooting wasn't necessarily there for them tonight in the way that it has been in the past, you know, three or four games. And they still found ways to win. And so um, you just like to see that growth. You like to see that that uh, maturity from a team down the stretch, especially when you get to this time of playing playoff basketball. But Overall, I, I, I'm excited to see what this team is going to do in the playoffs. You know, with Ja coming back, like you said, I would have liked to get a little bit more chemistry, get a little bit of the rhythm flowing a little bit more. But I think this team has just shown that it doesn't really matter the circumstance. These teams just go out. This team goes out and they just play. They play hard and they execute the game plan. Coach Jenkins is giving them great game plans, game in and game out. And while the, and the only thing that they have to do is prove that they can do this in the playoffs because they've exceeded – anybody's at wildest expectations even the most optimistic fans could you just can't tell me that you pictured this <laughs> you just can't tell oh, me that, no that, that that's what you saw no way and so uh, just, just 
I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited for this run that they've got coming. And I just hope the, uh, I, I'm not going to say I hope, I, I really believe at this point, I really believe that they can really do some special things in the playoffs if they, if they hopefully make a run for it. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, that's not being a homer or someone who covers the team and being a fan of the team saying that they can, can win a championship. I really do believe that. And yep. anybody watching this team, I don't know how you can have any other opinion. I mean, it's crazy. Like what I, what I said at the top of the show, you still get these guys outside of Memphis and even some national media still saying crazy stuff about this team. I'm like, are, are you paying attention to what's going on? Like, I, I kind of I hate this game on a Friday because I wish it was on a weekday so we could kind of see the, the reaction on the national shows on ESPN tomorrow right. uh, would have been a Saturday. You don't get, get those shows that are kind of by Monday and kind of go by the wayside. But I wish I would have loved to have seen the kind of the reaction to this. Cause I, there's no way for you to spend this other than it's remarkable. I know they kind of shy away from giving Grizzlies complete credit, but there's no way that you can get away from this one without, without giving them their just desserts. So just a, a t- tremendous victory, man. But uh, I think, I think we've got pretty much covering, man. I'm going to run down these team stats and, and we're going to go ahead and, and wrap this up. But um, I, I think, I think one, one, one reason you said about the free throw, the free throw shooting, I think was a big reason, but you look at the, the, the this box score, 46 of 102 for 45.1%, uh, those 47 of 86 for 54.7%. The big thing there is Grizzlies get 16 more shots on goal. Yeah. Um, and that's due to the offensive rebounding 16 right. to two in this game. Second chance points were big in this game. They were able to get, a lot of those scores on those second chances and 16 more shots on goal is another yep. big reason they were able to pull this out. Like you said, 7 of 24 from 3, not a good night, 29.2%. Phoenix 10 of 27 for 37%. Uh, Suns plus 3 in attempts and plus 3 in makes for plus 9 there. But free throw shooting, 23 of 28 for 82.1%. That's about where you want to see that number at. Uh, so hopefully they can continue that down the stretch and into the playoffs. Phoenix goes 10 of 17 for 58.8%, so not a good night from the strike for them. Uh, rebound 48 to 39. Again, that's big because you seeing you without Jared Jackson Jr., without Steven Adams, you kind of worry about going up against Aiden McGee, and it wasn't a problem at all. Uh, beat up by nine overall and 16 to two in offensive rebounds. Hit the, the magic number of 30 assists, 30 to 27. Uh, Grizzlies, only 11 turnovers in the game, 24 points off Phoenix turnovers. I think that was big as well. 68 points in the paint, 56 for Phoenix. So, again, man, just an amazing victory. You just kind of always felt like that run was coming from Phoenix. It was going to, at some point, be too much. But the Grizzlies just continued to fight, man, and never never let go of the rope when they would get a big victory. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and wrap up, man. Candace, before we get out of here, let the people know where they can find you. All right. You can find me at Seahawks901. That's at C as in Cat901. And we'll be back. I think we're going to do a, a game on, was it Monday? Uh, do a, Monday, yeah. a playoff special that we're going to do here. So stay tuned for that. And take us out here, guys. Yeah, man, you can find David, my guy David Williams, at David W21111 on Twitter. You can get the show at Ethos Grizzlies. Make sure you go check that out. Give us a like, follow, give us a five star review. We definitely appreciate that. And you can find me on Twitter at Isaac underscore rivals. That's I S A A C underscore rivals. As Candace said, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, the Grizzlies will be back on the on the floor on Tuesday night, and we'll be back after that game as well. Both games will be on the lookout for all that. Until next time, we go. And that will conclude our Sports Ethos presentation. 
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.